Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. church every day. Home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to a Friday. That's right, you made it to a Friday. And uh, yeah, 
We're winding up another week. First day of the month here. That's right. It is the first day of the month. And, uh, well, looks like that uh, summer is officially about to end. I know that a lot of times when uh, Labor Day comes up, which will be Monday. And, by the way, Labor Day, we will not be having a broadcast taking the day off for Labor Day, and uh, so taking just a little mini vacation. So uh, we'll be back on Tuesday, Lord's will, and if not, Wednesday, Lord's will. But we're taking just a little break, and uh, that so that'll be Monday, no broadcast on Monday. And also, uh, we'd just like to let you know that uh, we got some special events coming up that you need to be a part of. CHC Christmas program will be coming up uh, usually the uh, second Sunday in December. So keep that in mind. And uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, we got, uh, I believe, uh, our uh, special recognition. That's right, special recognition for me and my wife's going to be celebrating 46th anniversary service september the 10th and that's going to be friday september the 7th that we're going to be um doing this and uh so we want you to be a part of it and uh let's see what else we got going on here uh we're going to have a special speaker at cac that's going to be sunday september the 17th brother cornelius harper is going to be with us and that's during the 11 a.m service and then we're going over to pikeville apostolic church on sunday september the 17th at 2 p.m going to be celebrating our 11th anniversary service over there and uh, also celebrating me being there for three years and uh, Brother Cornelius Harper is going to be our guest speaker. And then we're going to have a cookout following. Ooh. Yeah, so you don't want to miss that. You want to be a part of that. That'll be Sunday, September the 17th at 2 p.m. Also, CAC homecoming services are coming up Friday and Saturday, October the 21st and 22nd. Mark it on your calendar. Services begin at 7 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. Um, let's make that Saturday and Sunday. I don't know why I put Friday and Saturday, but it's Saturday and Sunday. And it's going to be, uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday service going to be at seven o'clock and Sunday will be at 11 a.m. So keep that in mind. And also let's see what else we got here. Uh, we got our Harvest Time Crusade coming up Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m., Brother Buddy Puckett. Saturday, November the 18th at 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Moppin. So we are looking forward to Harvest Time Crusade this year. And then coming up in December, not only will we have our Christmas program, but we're also going to be celebrating right here, yes, right here at CAC Daily, our 10th anniversary service. And that will be uh, on the fifth day of December as we celebrate 10 years of bringing you a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. 
Well, we do have some prayer requests that we do need to make mention of, and uh, we're going to read the last 10. As you see all of them scrolling on your screen, you can see that we have many, many uh, requests. Uh, so uh, we'll be taking those off today and emailing those out to everybody and starting fresh tomorrow. So keep that in mind. Okay, let's see what we got here. Nicole Clevenger, uh, Christopher Dotson, Keisha Dotson, Aiden Dotson, Bryson Dotson, Justin Coleman, Hannah Croft, Deanna Valentine, the Stevenson family, Annie Thacker and Raymond Thacker. Let's remember all of these in prayer. And of course, all of those scrolling on your screen, you can call in, leave your prayer requests and praise supports at 606-282-4108. Or you can email those to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Or you can put them in the comment section or the chat room. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today, not only to gather with people all across the world, but to gather with you. We ask, Lord, that you would bless us today with your presence, that you would just bless us, Lord, that we would be what you would have us to be and you would get honor from the broadcast today. I pray also, Lord, that you would touch each and every one of the requests that have been given unto us, whether it's a viewer or whether it's uh, people at CAC or PAC. I pray, Lord, that you would just move in a mighty way for each and every one of those individuals. Let healings take place and miracles take place. And, Lord, we're going to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in everything we say and do, for it's in Jesus' mighty name we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. Well, as we said, it is Friday, and uh, we got um, some special stuff lined up for you here. We're going to just jump right into our reading in the Scriptures. We're reading our way through the Old Testament. You ought to read your Bible. It is a fascinating book. Second Samuel chapter 7 And it came to pass, when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies, that the king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in an house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in thine heart, for the Lord is with thee. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, Thus saith the Lord, Shalt thou build me an house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, why build ye not me an house of cedar? Now therefore, so shalt thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheepcote, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more. 
neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest from all thine enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build an house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men, and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Then went King David in, and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God. But thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? And what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, knowest thy servant. For thy word's sake, and according to thine own heart, hast thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even like Israel? whom God went to redeem for a people to himself, and to make him a name, and to do for you great things and terrible for thy land before thy people, which thou redeemest to thee from Egypt, from the nations and their gods. For thou hast confirmed to thyself thy people Israel to be a people unto thee forever. And thou, Lord, art become their God. And now, O Lord God, the word that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning his house, establish it forever, and do as thou hast said. And let thy name be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God over Israel. And let the house of thy servant David be established before thee. For thou, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, hast revealed to thy servants, saying, I will build thee an house Therefore hath thy servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto thee. And now, O Lord God, thou art that God, and thy words be true, and thou hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Therefore, now let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may continue forever before thee. For thou, O Lord God, hast spoken it, and with thy blessing let the house of thy servant be blessed forever.
currently 63 degrees outside my window pane the sun is shining going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood as you can see on this friday it's going to be 85 brilliant sunshine is that sunshine that is smart Brilliant sunshine, pleasant, warmer, dry, and warm weather expected over the holiday weekend. So 85 for today, and look at there tomorrow. Looky, looky. Looks like that it's going to be 86 degrees. Sunny and very warm. And then on Sunday, going to be 86. And look at there on Monday, holiday, 88 and sunny going to be a great day to get out and do some things. We'll be taking the um, the day off uh, on Monday, so uh, there'll be no broadcast. We're going to take our little, uh, you know, Labor Day off. You know, Labor Day is the day people take off when it's really all about labor. Yeah. We all need a little vacation, right? Yeah, we need a little vacation, so... Uh, we uh, are going to take Monday off. So just keep that in mind so when you get ready on Monday and you think, okay, I'm going to go watch the broadcast, uh, it won't be on Monday. But we'll be back, Lord's will, on Tuesday. But as you can see right here in our little corner of East Kentucky, it looks like nothing going on here but sunshine and uh, nothing around us. And that's a good thing. So uh looks like the whole state of Kentucky is enjoying a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And we'll take that. Well, uh, let's see what else we got coming up here in just a little bit. We got our teaching session, of course, coming up at the bottom of the hour. That'll be about 14 minutes from now. We'll be taking a little bit of a, of a break so that we can clear up the lag and record these and put them on the archives. And let's see what else we got going on here for you. And uh, let's see. I was trying to think. Um, well, why don't we just do this? This is something we like to do about this time of the broadcast. And it's just our trivia question of the day. Time is, I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC trivia question of the day. CAC trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live links Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. 
Well, today's trivia question is this. What man and woman spitefully criticized their brother for marrying an Ethiopian woman? What man and woman spitefully criticized their brother for marrying an Ethiopian woman? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's, or should I say Monday's broadcast. And so uh, speaking of um, results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. And uh, yesterday's trivia question was this. Well, yesterday's trivia question was simply, Zachariah picked up two what and named them Beauty and Bands. And out of those that participated, it looks like that, well, 100% of you got it correct. So we'll give you a hand clap for getting the correct answer. They were staves or sticks. And that's found in Zechariah chapter 11, verse number 7. So, yeah, 100% of you got it correct, and you can get today's correct. What man and woman spitefully criticized their brother for marrying an Ethiopian woman? Well, we'll have the results on Monday's broadcast. Well, you got a minute? Well, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Job chapter 19, verses 25 through 27 says, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. Job had been through so much devastation in such a short period of time, but Job knew his Redeemer was alive. You may be going through multiple setbacks and heartaches today, but do you know and rest in the assurance that your Redeemer lives? Life is easier when you know He lives. And that is 60 Seconds with the Pastor. If you got a minute, then you got time for 60 Seconds with the Pastor. And uh, we certainly appreciate you joining us on this beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is the first day of September, which means summer is about to fade off into the history books. So uh, there used to be an old song back in the 70s uh, that just uh, talked about the sounds of silence and summer and uh, summer breeze. Well, it's about to leave. That's right. Summer breeze is about to leave. And uh, then the fall of the year is going to be setting in. Cooler mornings, cooler nights, and leaves turning. And then, yeah, you don't want to hear it, but it's going to be winter time. That's right. I know. I know. Snow, ice, cold weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, hey. Don't you want to see another season? That's right. Yes, you do. 
So uh, that's uh, that's what's happening here in our little part of the world. You know, some people li- live in a place where they don't have four seasons. They uh, <laughs> we just had Perry Mason join us on the broadcast, and uh, so he'll be he'll be hanging out with us for a little while. But uh, we'll have coming up in just about uh, seven minutes our teaching session, so you don't want to go anywhere because we don't want to bore you or anything, you know, cause you to go to sleep. But we want you to uh, be wide awake so that you can study with us on, uh, on the lesson today. We're in Jude, and of course it just has one chapter. And, um, you know, we used to try to fool kids all the time when we was doing Bible drills and we would take a, a book like Jude that just had one chapter and uh, we would ask them, we would say, uh, you know, what, what, uh, uh, what does, uh, or go to Jude chapter two and verse number four and oh, they'd look and they'd look and they'd look. And then finally somebody would say, Jude only has one chapter. Yeah. So, uh, I like to also tell people, you know, we're going to read the whole book of Jude, or we're going to read the whole book of, of, uh, you know, uh, maybe we can go to another one, uh, you know, in, in one first, second, third, John, we can, we can say, we're going to read the whole book and all those are just short, short chapters, sometimes one chapter and, so yeah, it's just uh, it's funny to watch people's eyes when you get ready to say you're going to read the whole the whole book. Well, let's see. We're not going to read the whole book today, and we are going to study though in Jude, and it will finish up our book of Jude, and then we're going to jump into Revelation. Yeah, we'll go into Revelation. We'll see how how uh, that works out for us in our day by day study. And if it starts getting too deep, too complicated, and we can't, uh, you know, go through it, uh, we will, we'll loop back through Genesis and start back through there. But uh, I think we can, I think we can still make it interesting enough that you won't be bored. We don't want you to be bored and just say, "Well, they're in the Book of Revelation again." We're gonna, we're not gonna watch the broadcast today. No, we want you to watch it. Okay, let's see what else we got right here. What about the Commonwealth Minute? That is just a minute segment of uh, something that uh, we have uh, been asked to do. And uh, today's episode from the Commonwealth Policy Center, the Commonwealth Minute, is Governor Bashir's education proposal. Here we go. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear is calling for funding universal pre-K for all four-year-olds in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. He's also proposing an 11% pay increase for teachers and all public school staff. Now, this is a response to Daniel Cameron's promise to catch up students who've suffered academically due to Governor Beshear's shutdown of schools during the COVID-19 pandemic. Of course, we call this politics, but it's important for voters to understand that the governor, whether it's Andy Bashir or Daniel Cameron, if he's elected in November, really doesn't have much to do with the state budget. That's the role of the Kentucky State Legislature. 
All budgetary items originate in our legislature, and it's the state legislators that pass the budgets. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Policy Center Commonwealth Minute. Give you a minute of insight into stuff that's going on that deals with the Commonwealth as well as dealing with uh, things that deal with moral issues, um, educational issues, as you can see, and other things. So there you have it. Well, um, you know, usually we get about 200 episodes in um, each year. We're not going to hit that mark this year, but we're still going to end up with about 2,100 episodes over the past 10 years as we celebrate our anniversary service. And that is going to be uh, on December the 5th. And uh, so we'll be celebrating our 10th anniversary here at CAC Daily ICAST. But we probably won't hit our 200 mark because we're just now on episode 138 of this year. And uh, we're in day 244 of the 365 and the fourth days that we got. So it's not going to happen because we got, uh, not only do we have our... uh, Monday off this coming Monday, Labor Day, but we also have coming up, uh, you know, we got uh, harvest time, we got uh, homecoming, we've got uh, Thanksgiving, we've got Christmas, so uh, we'll be taking all of those holidays off, and usually we take a week off uh, at Christmas and a week off at New Year's, or maybe we start right at before Christmas and then go through the New Year's and take off. But um, we'll see how all the dates line up on that. But we will be taking that off. So we won't hit that 200-episode mark this year, but that still leaves us close to 2,100 episodes that we will have aired over the past 10 years. And that's all because of you. So we give you a hand. Because without you, there would be no way we would sit here day after day speaking into a mic, looking into a camera, and uh, nobody on the listening side. Well, it is time for us to take a little break, and uh, that's uh, what we do to clear up the lag. And we clear up the lag so we can record our teaching sessions. Put them on the archives. We're going to be on Lesson number 1072 of our study through the Word. So uh, let's see if we can't just uh, take our little break right now and get started for the teaching session. So uh, don't go anywhere. Don't touch at any key because we'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. 
You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast, just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. And I'm Richard D. McKinney. I'll be your teaching host of the day as we finish up the book of Jude. So uh, we hope you'll stick around with us as we begin to look into the final verses of Jude. We're going to pick up in verse number 10. And uh, we want you to study along with us, so let's just jump right in to verse number 10. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts in those things, in those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Cori. These are spots in your feasts of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about with of winds, trees whose fruit withereth. Without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame. Wandering stars, to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. I want to stop right there, and I want us to uh, go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be lesson number 1072 of our study through the Word. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we study your Word, that we will rightly divide the Word of Truth, expound it fully, and that we will all leave here with more knowledge than we came. 
Lord, we give you honor and praise for this platform that we're able to meet with your people all across the U.S. and around the world. For it's in your mighty name we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Um, you know, when you start looking at, at what Jude is uh, referring to, he's talking about people that have come into the church um, many times referenced as crept into the church. So they sneak into the church. They act like they're part of the church. They act like they're saved. They act like they are uh, there for the right reasons to serve the Lord. But they have a total different agenda. Now, that's important to understand because uh, not everybody that comes to church has the same agenda that maybe you have. Maybe you come to church because you want to praise the Lord. You want to worship the Lord. You want to learn of his word. You want to learn how to live better. But not everybody has that same desire. Some people are coming to church only to get their foot in so they can bring division. Uh, draw people away, um, cause people to um, leave. I mean, there's there's all sorts of uh, things that people come to church for. But, you know, sometimes when you look at these situations, you see that Jude is talking about those that have crept in unawares, those that are there for the wrong reasons. And that's what he's talking about. He's not talking about the world, not talking about what's going on in the world. He's talking about what's going on in the church. So what we have to do is we have to be aware that, yes, even today, not everybody that comes to church is there for the right reasons. We hope everybody is. We, we trust everybody is. But every now and then, somebody will come in and a lot of times they will come in under the guise or disguise, if you will, of wanting to do something great for the Lord, wanting to help the church grow, only to divide the church at a later time. So we have to be aware of this. And this is where leadership must be led of the Lord. And this is where we all, as the saints of God, have to be aware because how many knows that sometimes you hear things from people that maybe the pastor won't hear. Maybe uh, you hear something about something that somebody's dissatisfied with or or is uh, you know wanting to change and all of this, and that's where you come in as as well as the pastor and the leadership. You come in as the people of God to um, to protect the church from any division or, um, you know, destruction. So that is everybody's job. So that's kind of what uh, Jude uh, is talking about. He's talking about uh, these people that's come into the church and, and they have a destructive attitude. Uh, they, they're not there for good reasons. They're, they're trying to win the favor of the people through saying, oh, the Lord revealed this to me in a dream. But let's look at these uh, verses that we opened up with because these are very important verses. It says, uh, but these speak evil of those things which they know not, uh, but what they know just in the natural. They speak evil. Uh, they, they scoff at things they do not understand. 
You know, you can start talking maybe about uh, something that's going on uh, in the Bible, and you start teaching it, and and they they scoff at it, they they make light of it, they sneer at it. Have you ever seen somebody sneer? Like maybe uh, you say something, and and they just sneer, like they got a they got an attitude with it uh, that they they let you know that they don't like what is being said uh you know you can go back and watch videos of of church services and you can see uh people sneer uh sometimes when people singing or sometimes when people's preaching or sometimes when people's doing uh you know trying to make announcements or something and and you can see people kind of just make light of it so uh you know they they're not afraid to speak evil of those things that they know nothing about. And, and you know, we got to be careful that we don't allow these people to um, disrupt the church, disrupt the flow of the church, disrupt the agenda of the church. Because if you got people that are scoffing at the things they don't understand, when the preacher gets up and preaches something that they haven't studied, and they make light of it or scoff at it or sneer at it, you know what? They're, they're going to cause division. You know, um, you should be supporting the ministry. You should be supporting teaching that is trying to get people away from sin. You know, I've never understood why people that serve in the Lord don't want to get away from sin, and they don't want to hear about that, that uh, you know, teaching uh, because uh, they just simply don't want um, you know that to be taught because they don't understand it and they don't really believe it. You know, I've I've had this conversation with several people lately. Um, do people really believe in holiness? Do people really believe in separation from the world? If you see their actions, a lot of times you will have to come to the conclusion and have to say. No, I don't believe they did because, uh, you know, you, you see people that uh, once stood for holiness and righteousness, um, when something happens to their spouse, they go to the world to get a spouse. Don't you believe the word of God was true, that, that you need to marry only in the faith? Um, was, it, was it just something you did because it was... It was uh, you know, acceptable, uh, approved of, or something you wanted to do back in the day, but now what's changed? We have to be careful because a lot of times people will backslide and then they, when they do come back to the Lord, they go to a church of a lesser standard, a lesser expectation, a lesser desire to live close to the Lord. And you look at that and you say, well, didn't they ever believe? Or did they only believe to come into the church and cause problems? And that's what Jude is talking about. He says they are as brute beasts. They're as brute beasts in those things they corrupt themselves. Now, uh, the ESV version says this. Uh, not only do they uh, blaspheme all that they do not understand, and they are destroyed by all that they 
like unreasoning animals, just like animals. They act like animals. Uh, you see, uh, the New Living Translation says this, they do whatever their instincts tell them, and so they bring about their own destruction. And the Message Bible says, living by animal instinct. They, they just live by what they feel. They do whatever they feel like doing and say it's acceptable. But not all things that we want to do is acceptable in the eyes of the Lord. Uh, you know, it, if we read our Bible and we look into it, we see that sometimes we look and we see that a man's way is right in his own eyes. So we find that there are times that uh, you begin to see that, um, uh, you know, uh, a man's ways seem right in his own eyes. Whatever he wants to do, he thinks is okay. Whatever he wants to um, believe, he thinks is right. But uh, that's not true. And uh, so what we got to do is what does the Bible say? And uh, what does, what does uh, you know, the Word of God teach us? And if we're not careful, and this is where, it, you know, I think Jude is trying to open our eyes to. If we're not careful, we can be misled by these people who are out to destroy and, and bring division to the church. We can be led astray by them to where we become so believing at what they say that we're going to follow them rather than follow the leadership of the church or the word of God. So that's that's what kind of Jude is talking about. He says they corrupt themselves. He says, woe unto them. Now that's, that's a stout word. Um, Woe unto them. The Message Bible says, I'm fed up with them. Have you ever heard somebody say, well, I'm just sick of them. I'm fed up with them. Well, that's kind of what this is saying, not so much as, as uh, you know, the King James Version says, woe unto them. So, uh, but when you look at the word woe in the Greek, it means um, like grief. It, it means uh, someone who who just... Uh, it's an exclamation of grief. Woe unto them. Oh, uh, it's not a happy emotion. It's a shaking of the head saying, ah, they're, they're, they're not doing what's right. They're, they're doing what's wrong. They're, they're out for the wrong reasons. That's kind of what that means. And then it goes on to say, they have gone in the way of Cain. Of course, everybody remembers Cain. Uh, you know, Cain is uh, one that uh, began to uh, slay his brother, Abel. Why did he slay him? Because, uh, you know, um, his deeds were evil and, and Abel's deeds were righteous. And so that tells me if, if they're going the way of Cain, they're wanting to kill what is right. They want to they wanna destroy the righteous. They want to destroy what's right in the church. 
You know, you can have a church that's experiencing revival, that's having a great uh, presence of the Lord, singing, worship, praise, and, and then all of a sudden people come in and they want to destroy that. And they don't come in immediately and try to shut it down. They come in secretively. They come in cunningly. They come in uh, making you feel like they're there to help even greater things happen, only to find they're there to destroy. They're there to shut down righteousness. That's what these brute beasts do. That's what it was. It's reading it's talking about the way of Cain. Cain slew Abel, right? And when you read the story of Cain and Abel, you understand that both brought sacrifices. So that means that both of them were, uh, you know, uh, worshipers, if you will. But one didn't want to do the right thing. The other wanted to do the right thing. And that's why Cain slew Abel. Now, also... Uh, these brute beasts that come into the church and try to destroy, not only are they like Cain who wants to shut down righteousness and shut down holiness and shut down uh, relationships with the Lord, they are after the error of Balaam for reward. Now, uh, you know, Balaam deceived the people for money. If you're not careful, some people's in to try to get the money of the church. You might say, well, certainly people wouldn't do that today. Yes, they will. They will work their way in and try to get in a position to get money or to get paid or to get, uh, you know, um, just just the uh, um I don't know how the others say it than just to get money. Uh, we've had uh, people in the past that's come to preach, and all they wanted to do was get money. We had uh, positions uh, that we wanted to create and start having, uh, you know, uh, a Christian school and different things. But it it became all about the money instead of about uh, volunteering, instead of about doing what is right. So um, you know. Uh, if we're not careful, what happens is these people come in unaware. Remember, you got to go back and read the whole chapter. They come in unaware. They come in with different agendas, and they want to try to destroy. They want to try to divide. They want to try to shut down the things uh, that are right. And uh, they're, they're like, uh, you know, Balaam. They're doing things to bring honor to themselves, reward to themselves, money to themselves. They don't want to do anything unless they get paid. They don't want to do anything unless they can get a hold of money because they're greedy. They're greedy. That's all about the dollar. It's not about the calling. It's not about the love to minister. It's not about uh, trying to help others. It's about money. People tell me all the time, I don't take a salary. I don't take a salary from the church. I don't take a salary from Pipeful Apostolic Church. That allows us to do a lot more than we would be able to do if I took a salary. People say all the time, oh, you'll take a salary, man. You'll take a salary. Why? 
if the Lord's blessed me financially or the Lord's blessed my family, why would I want to take advantage of the churches? And, and, and you know, this is where I feel that I can prove that I'm not out to for filthy lucre. I'm not out to, for money. I'm not out to try to have greedy gain. I'm there because I want to minister to people and help people make it to heaven. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people come in like Balaam. All they're worried about is money. And uh, then some people are like the the people uh, that was with Corey. Uh, if, you, if you go back to Korah, uh, you have to go back and read about the rebellion. They, they come in, they get a little following, and then they want to rise up in rebellion against the church, against the leadership of the church. And that's what Jude said would also be recognizable. These people would come in. They would have a little group with them. They'd start getting uh, favor with some friends in the church and some people in the church, and then they would rise up just like Corey. Now, C-O-R-E is uh, the same word in the Greek as the Hebrew, K-O-R-A-H. And uh, they perished in their rebellion. Anybody remember the, the earth opening up? And uh, and swallowing them, uh, maybe maybe I could find real quick uh, that uh, that particular uh, place and and just kind of uh, uh, give you a uh, kind of a little um, understanding of of what this is in reference to, because sometimes uh, when we read something, we say, "Well, I don't understand what that is about. I don't understand, uh, you know." Um, what what's going on here. But let's go to Numbers, I think it is. Numbers chapter 16. And Korah gathered all the congregation against them unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the congregation. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from from among this congregation that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell upon their faces and said, O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin, and wilt thou be wroth with all the congregation? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the congregation, saying, Get you up from about the tabernacle of Korah, Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And Moses rose up and went unto Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest ye be consumed in all their sins. So they got up from the tabernacle of Korah, Remember, this is in Numbers chapter 16, and this is verse 27. Dathan and Abiram on every side, and Dathan and Abiram came out and stood in the door of their tents and their wives and their sons and their little children. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works. 
or I have not done them of my own mind. Notice this. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open up her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them, and they go down quick into the pit, then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. And it came to pass to it came to pass as he had made an end of speaking all these words that the ground clave asunder that was under them. And the Bible says that uh, the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their houses and all the men that were appertained unto Korah and all their goods. So these people that bring in rebellion, and that's what Korah did against Moses, he brought in rebellion, then they were swallowed up. And this is what happens, because if you notice it says, and I'll bring this back up, the gainsaying of Cori, and that is in reference to just what I just read you, Korah. And so the rebellion, the speaking against, and this is what happens. People come into the church, and then they get them a gathering, a following, and then they start rebelling. Oh, we got to change things. We got to change the music. We got to change the way people preach. We got to change the standards. We got to change holiness. We got to change all of this. We got to change what they've been doing. And you know what? If we're not careful, what will happen is if we don't check those people at the door and say, no, you're not going to change anything here. You're welcome to come here, but you're not going to change anything. And if we find out that they are doing that, then are they really welcome there? We find that Jude looks at them and says, well, they're following after the way of Corey." says, these are spots in your feasts of charity when they feast with you. These hinder things. When they come into the church, they hinder the service. They try to shut down praise and worship. I've seen this happen, and I know that our time is running out, and, and uh, we'll have to pick up on this on uh, Tuesday because we won't have a broadcast on Monday uh, due to holiday. Um, but when you look at this, uh, they are spots in your feasts of charity. When they feast with you, they hinder, they come in and hinder. Uh, if you get up and preach and they're against you and want to rebel against you, they sit and try to shut down the response of the church to the word of God. Yeah, that's what this is talking about. We've seen it, right? Every church has seen it, where people come in and and they start rebelling against authority in the church and they want to shut down response. When that person gets up and preaches, it's a shutdown. But when somebody else gets up and preaches, it's a shouting time. When that person gets up and, and uh, sings, it's a shutdown. But when somebody else is singing, singing, 
uh, all of a sudden it's, it's a praise and worship. Beware of people that want to shut down praise and worship at any time during the service, whether it's the singing, preaching, any time in the service. Beware of those people. They're the people that Jude was talking about. I see our time is up for today, and I want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer, and I want us to pray about this because, you know, we see this in our day. It is actually in our day. We see it. We understand it's here. There's uh, people that we could actually name. You could name. I could name. Others could name that we have seen do this. God wants us to dwell in unity, dwell in peace, dwell in love. He wants us to have revival. He wants us to have church. He wants us to win the lost. And if the devil can get us fighting among ourselves and destroy the good desire that people have to win the lost, then revival won't happen. So let's go to the Lord in prayer today as we ask the Lord to help us to always have revival. Lord, we come before your presence. I thank you for the word. I thank you, Lord, for the revelation of this spirit, this attitude, people that come into the church and all their agenda is to try to destroy, to separate, divide, devour. And all they want to do is shut down righteousness and holiness. And they want the church to become worldly. They want the church to become less. But Lord, help us not to fall for that. Help us to stop it from happening. And not allow those people to be in authority or have influence in the church so we can have revival. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that will wrap up our uh, teaching today on this beautiful Friday. The Lord hath made, the sun is shining. Going to be a beautiful day. It's currently 69 degrees and going to be uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, well, I guess it would be somewhere in the neighborhood of about, um, I guess, 80 uh, let me get this up right here. 86. I wanted to tell you uh, that's on Sunday. 85 for today. So it could hit 86 for today, but uh, the projection is 85. But with that said, we also have our trivia question up and running. What man and woman spitefully criticized their brother for marrying an Ethiopian woman? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results on Tuesday. Remember, no broadcast on Monday because it's Labor Day. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy your day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., 
and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.